Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. Welcome to another episode of Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. On today's episode, we have our small but mighty team here. Say hello, team. Hi. Hi, Hi. everyone. Hi, everyone. And so today we're going to do um, a special episode in observance of American Heart Month this February. Our team would like to highlight heart health through the ages. Mm-hmm. Heart disease remains to be the leading cause of death in the U.S., yet many of us generally associate it with older aging population. We'd still like to set the record straight. Heart attacks, strokes, and other types of heart disease can be blind to age. So each of us has broken down preventive health tips and areas to be aware of in regards to your age range. Mm -hmm. But before we begin, I'd like to share some amazing facts about the heart. So I did a little research here. I grew up with the notion that each of our hearts are not one size fits all. Did you guys know that the size of your heart is about the size of your fist if you close it? I think I remember hearing that mm-hmm. years and years ago, but I have not thought about that fact uh, in yeah, so long. And Sometimes you're absolutely right. When I'm speaking to somebody, I'll just happen to look at their hand. I'm like, oh, they have a really big heart. <laughs> oh, so it's an actual fact. It's not yeah. a myth. Yeah, they see it's about. Okay. Huh. It's, it's an approximate. It's approximate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Have you heard that, Olga? I have big hands. My so. heart is small. You have a big for heart. Those, and... For those listening, uh, right now, every one of us has our hand in a fist. <laughs> and we're all essentially making that uh, that comparison in our minds. <laughs> Olga looks a little disappointed <laughs> because her hands, she has delicate, uh, small delicate smaller hands. Oh, does it worry about her heart size. It's okay. Fist bump. Fist bump. <laughs> They're small but mighty. Yes. Very yes. good. Yeah. So interesting. Very interesting fact. Thanks. Yeah. Did you also know that our hearts beat around 100,000 times per day, traveling about 12,000 wow. miles per day in our body, which is four times the size of the United States from coast to coast? Oh, so that's about how much it travels around. Jeez. Yeah. That's some efficient traveling. That is. Uh-huh. <laughs> And every day, the heart creates enough mm-hmm. energy to drive a truck 20 miles. So in a lifetime, that's equivalent to driving to the moon and back. Wow. A person? In a, one person. Person? Oh, wow. Pretty amazing, right? 20 miles. 20 miles in a day. With the energy that my heart produces? <laughs> yes. So our hearts are basically marathoners. They're yeah. close to being marathoners daily. Yeah. yeah, It's pretty impressive. Well, we should take care of our hearts. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So let's get started. We're going to start with Emily. And Emily, you know, you have some tips for us regarding heart health and just some awareness tips for ages 20 through 30. What do you have for us? Yeah. So I think, and you mentioned this earlier, Janice, that many of us think that heart disease is really for... Uh, people who are in their uh, 50s mm-hmm. or older, but there is an increasing rate of heart attacks specifically among younger people. And I think there has been um, some good information shared that this isn't, you know, unique to um, aging mm-hmm. and it, it does apply to us uh, younger folks. Mm-hmm. And there's things that you can do now to help set you up for success in the future, right? Because the habits you build now will really be the ones that translate as you get older. So um, specifically, and we're going to just, we're going to kind of lay it out there. We, we were always recommending making sure that your uh, biometrics are in a healthy range. Mm-hmm. So that would include your blood pressure, 
your cholesterol, um, your your blood glucose, and um, engaging in regular physical activity, mm-hmm. reducing Absolutely. stress, um, not smoking. So we'll lay the foundation out with that. Um, but specifically for people who are in the 20 to 30 range. So a couple of things that you should be doing. One, you should visit your PCP and talk specifically if you have had any family history, Mm -hmm. especially if it's in your immediate family, so that would be your parents Mm -hmm. or your siblings, if Mm -hmm. they have had a heart attack, that means that you have a, your your risk of heart disease is significantly higher. Mm -hmm. So if this has been um, an issue in your family, make sure to tell tell your doctor about it. Um, Right now, the most important thing you can be doing too is again, really honing in on those healthy lifestyle habits. Absolutely. So in terms of these can be sort of <laughs> nebulous ideas. So what could you start tomorrow? What could you start doing um, to help you uh, later on? So the first thing is each year when you go get your TB test, they'll ask you if you want to do a health screening. Definitely opt into this because you'll get all of your numbers. And the nice thing is they track and trend it from year to year. So you can see if your blood pressure is going up or if your cholesterol or your glucose, that way you can be monitoring it now. And if you do see a little bit of a change, you can be proactive and it's not a big surprise later. The second thing would be um, start checking nutrition labels. So We talk a lot about the importance of reducing sugar and salt. Mm -hmm. And so right now, I mean, it's it's really easy to go over the added uh, grams of sugar a day Mm -hmm. than what is recommended. And we'll post – we have a blog about this specific issue. So we'll put that in the show notes in case you're interested in learning more. Um, But you want to be checking – uh, nutrition labels. For women, it's recommended that you consume no more than 25 grams of sugar a day, and for men, it's 36. Um, another thing you can do that's pretty easy is whenever possible, take the stairs instead of an elevator. So this isn't always possible, especially if you're holding things in your hands. Oh, yeah. um, right. Take care so of that because safety. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you can't take the stairs, definitely do that. It's a quick and easy way to get your heart rate up. Yeah. And then in terms of reducing stress, um, if you haven't downloaded the Will app, make sure to do that. They have one-minute uh, mindfulness exercises that you can start incorporating, even if you'd only have a minute a day. Um, start just getting into the habit of it. Again, it's these small things that you do now that will help set you up for success in the future. And then one last thing, especially for the 20 to 30 um, age range, if you are a woman and you're in kind of those childbearing years, Definitely be on the lookout for high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So they estimate that right. one in five women in childbearing age have um, high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And this can lead to pretty serious complications in pregnancy. Um, so that is something to be keep to keep your eye out for. Thank you, Em. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. Can I add one thing to Definitely. what you were just sharing? Um, so Emily, you mentioned getting your TB test and that, that is an opportunity to get a health screening. Um, so you're referring to our internal SHARP UHD clinics where you can get your TB test, right? Correct. But um, there's actually a new development that um, UHD, the wonderful teams over there, have found a way to create even more space in their um, uh, workday so that people can actually walk in and get their um, employee, their, their wellness screening at any time. Mm-hmm. So if you're an employee and you're here at Sharp Healthcare 
and you are curious about what your cholesterol, your blood pressure, your overall um, health, uh, what, that, what that's looking like at that moment, you can walk into any EOHD clinic and say, I'd like a wellness screening, and awesome. they will happily give you one for free. So you no longer, you can get it as a part of your TB right. test or um, mm-hmm. the screening or the read, but if you are wanting to do something sooner, then you are welcome to go in and get your screening anytime. Wonderful. Thanks, Megan, for that awesome tip. That's great to know. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Absolutely. So next will be me. Um, I have the age group of 40 to 50. Um, I should say 40 to 49. So the median age of our employees here at Sharp is 47 years old. That's right. The Heart Foundation recommends to have your heart health checked around 45 years old and to have it checked every two years from that point. Mm. So if you don't fall under the previously mentioned risk factors that Emily mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't have previous heart health conditions prior to 45 and there's no history of heart conditions within your genetics, this would be a good start to check for a clean bill of heart health. So around that 45 age range, mm-hmm. no concerns up to that point, go ahead and go for your wellness exam for your heart. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, good to know. That, yeah. Yeah, that, that's fabulous. So, um, you know, to kind of tack on to that, uh, my, uh, this is Megan, and, and I was um, wanted to talk just for a couple of minutes about uh, heart health around the age of 50. And, and the truth is, uh, and I think that this has really been touched on, the tenets of uh, heart health, uh, the ways to get there are, you know, they stay the same throughout our lifespan, more or less. Uh, there's, uh, you know, making sure that you have uh, managed stress, uh, you're getting good sleep, uh, you are mm-hmm. um, seeing your doctor regularly, that you are exercising and eating well. And that is just as true when you are around the age of 50 as it was Absolutely. in your 20s, 30s, and mm-hmm. 40s. Um, but, you know, Janice, you mentioned that around the age of 45, mm-hmm. that's when you need to start taking a little bit of a closer look at your heart health and being a little bit more proactive. And I was, um, I just want to echo that because I, I was reading that the risk of cardiac events um, really start to become statistically significant around age 45 okay. for mm-hmm. men and age 55 for women. Okay. So women have a little bit more of a um, statistical gap right there. Of course, it depends on your personal mm-hmm. um, health status at right. that time and, uh, of course, your family history too. But that was one of the things I thought was really interesting. Um, one of the differentiators that um, people uh, could think about when they start to fall into that age range. Um, and so it is you know, incredibly important to do exactly as you said, Janice, right. and, and, and start um, doing some heart health checks with your primary care provider around this age. One of the things that uh, I thought was really interesting around this age uh, is the fact that um, there is a a strong correlation between having quality heart health, having good heart health at the age of 50, Mm -hmm. and having a reduced risk of dementia Mm -hmm. in your later years. So dementia is something that is, you know, really its own (laughs) health topic entirely, but there is some pretty powerful evidence that has been identified um, by the American Heart Association and um, multiple other um, sources of research that that have found in MRI scans, uh, there is a strong correlation of uh, higher whole brain and gray matter volumes in the brain. And that is what is associated mm-hmm. with a reduced risk mm-hmm. of dementia. Uh-huh. So your brain function overall tends to be greater if you have a higher uh, heart health, higher quality of heart mm-hmm. health. Um, but you also are reducing your risks of dementia um, in your later years as well. 
So if you, on top of all the benefits of having quality heart health anyway, if that is something that is meaningful to you, and frankly, I think it should be meaningful to anyone, mm-hmm. sure. um, that's just another consideration for, for mm-hmm. making sure that you're prioritizing your heart health uh, as you're approaching the age of 50. Mm-hmm. That's really that's interesting. Really I didn't realize that. No, yeah. 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 That's a great It's amazing how just, you know, the things that we talk about all the time, you know, diet, exercise, all it all comes back to this. And the just the reach that it has I on, agree. Your, on so many areas of your health. I agree so strongly. And, you know, we try to, I think we were talking about this in a recent episode, um, and I know we have talked about it as a team. There is so much noise mm-hmm. around health, mm-hmm. right? As an industry, mm-hmm. as a practice, as uh, um, as products related to it uh, are, are being kind of put in front of us all the time. And while it's not easy always to be healthy, it is much more simple mm-hmm. than we like to, um, mm-hmm. than I think that we like to believe or that we have been led to believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't want to diminish how challenging it can be mm-hmm. to live a healthy lifestyle right. at all, mm-hmm. um, not, not in the slightest. But when it comes down to it, uh, you know, there are just a couple of key things uh, that we can be doing to be good to our bodies. And, you're right. The impact is so, it is such a sort of snowball effect. If right. we start to make small improvements in mm-hmm. one area, it can really have a, a more holistic um, benefit to your overall well-being. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Just like a few simple changes in your lifestyle yeah. can make a drastic effect on your Absolutely, health. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm going last. This is Olga. <laughs> and I'm just going to talk a little bit about heart health in the age of, the, in, in your 60s, 70s, and beyond. I think that's when it gets serious, right? That's when it, well, that's kind of the, the, the concept out there right. that if you're old, then you are more succumbed to heart problems. Right. But in reality, right. it's not that you can't have a healthy heart. Most heart problems or heart diseases um, or heart, heart issues are caused by conditions and diseases that you may already have, like right. high blood pressure, hypertension, absolutely, for example. Absolutely. If you're right. predisposed to high blood pressure and hypertension, you'll probably have some issues with your heart health as well. So it's a really good idea as you get older to continue to pay attention to your blood pressure. And I know a lot of us think, okay, so... I'm in my 60s and my 70s. I'm approaching retirement. I can finally relax and let go of the healthy diet and can stop exercising. I can just relax. No, wrong, no. If you want to continue to live a long and healthy life and enjoy your retirement in good health, Mm -hmm. please continue to exercise and please continue to follow a balanced diet that we kind of touched on. So no artificial sugars and sweeteners. Uh, no trans fat, you know, really pay attention to your overall calorie intake and make sure to exercise regularly, you know, and have a split between cardiovascular activities and some resistance training to keep your bones strong. But in addition to kind of continue doing the things that are critical to your heart health, like balanced diet and exercising, it's also important to pay attention to to how you're feeling overall. If you feel that you're, you know, you you have some kind of odd chest pain or discomfort or dizziness or short of breath, don't just write this off as a mere sign of aging. It can be a an underlying condition. It can be a symptom of something more serious. So make sure 
to continue checking with your doctor to to ensure you don't miss any any serious disease or condition. Right. Another part that can really be great for your heart health as you're getting older is maintaining your social life. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know that interacting with others make us happy, right? So right. we we do enjoy friends and family gatherings. And while it's just wonderful overall for our happiness, it can actually have a great impact on our heart health. And there is scientific evidence to back up the benefit of spending time in the company of others. And research suggests that people who are lonely, who are not spending a lot of time with friends and family, mm -hmm. they, uh, they have a higher risk of developing coronary heart disease or mm -hmm. any other type of heart condition. Sure. So it's, it's, it's really important to surround yourself with a network of quality people That's you great. love and enjoy spending time with. And um, last but not least, if you do have any chronic conditions or diseases like a diabetes or hypertension, make sure to 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 treat them well. Right, follow your your plan from your doctor. Make sure to have those conditions under control because they can all lead to heart disease. And if you already have some chronic conditions, you don't really want to add to that. Absolutely. Yeah. So those are some of my recommendations for heart health in your 60s, 70s and beyond. So. I think that is uh, such a wonderful way to kind of encapsulate all the things that uh, people should think about when they are considering their heart health. And mm -hmm. it's really true. We take for granted and we take for granted the social, the benefits of having a strong social network. And I think that understanding its relationship to heart health is a really good way to yeah. kind of, uh, kind of crystallize that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in addition to also helping to manage your stress, uh, you know, there's, there's uh, all yes. those other, like kind of like what Emily was saying, you know, you do one healthy behavior and it kind of uh, snowballs into a variety of other health benefits as a result. Mm -hmm. That's That makes a lot of sense. That does, yeah. yeah. And it was interesting to do this research because, again, heart health goes beyond just your healthy diet and exercise. Right? Absolutely. So, right. It's really interesting to discover all this information about the importance of social connections and connection with dementia and importance of just doing the screenings and managing your current conditions and sleeping and sleeping of course <laughs> we all need permission i think we all we all sometimes feel like yeah. oh i gotta just stay up and get five yeah. more things done but yeah. sleep is good for you yeah. yes, and is. make sure you're getting it i know that our, our biological clocks as far as sleep goes it changes mm -hmm. as we age as well yeah. so absolutely great point as mm -hmm. we are as we age that's a, that's a yeah. great point, but it's still just as critically yeah, important. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think the good news about heart health is that it's really not that complicated, really. it's There are really simple solutions to a healthy heart, and all you need to do is just educate yourself, listen to this podcast, <laughs> and just really taking yeah. some steps towards making those changes, and then you can definitely have a strong and healthy heart in your, in your 60s, 70s, and beyond, and live absolutely. a long life. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And, and um, you know, one thing that has been a theme through each of our comments has been talking to your doctor and working yes. with your doctor in terms of what you can and should be doing to right. increase your heart health. And, you know, one of the things that I think we always try to mention is the fact that, you know, when we report information, we base it on um, research and uh, organizational data around uh, these uh, topics and making sure that we are really communicating what is uh, um, uh, scientifically proven and, and considered best practice in terms of health status and or health outcomes. But it's really, um, I can't emphasize 
emphasize enough uh, that uh, taking the advice and working with your primary care physician is uh, the absolute number one place to start on any health improvement subject. And certainly heart health being one that is so important is no exception. Yeah, thank you, Megan. So thank you for tuning in today for our special American Heart Month episode. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode and take good care of your heart. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on Sharp.com.